Welcome to the Intellectual Idiot Show, episode two. Episode two with your host Max Hoffman and Tyler Jeske. And Tyler Jeske. Um, again, now with a kid with ADHD, this is a nightmare, right? We got the video working. Um, I'm really looking at how badly I need a haircut. It's rough. Um, camera's working. I'd like to explain his hair. I, I, I see it more so as a, a hair mop. You know, we could attach that hair, that ginger hair. Yeah. Red coat mop. Sweep the floor. You're stupid. Um, on top of that, for our viewers, thank you so much for your feedback. Um, we got our audio working. We got our Spotify working, rolling, anchor rolling. We are now going to be rolling on YouTube. Um, now that we got our camera and all of our footage to work, um, no joke, all of this audio setup took us about 45 minutes to set up before this podcast. Yes. What a disaster. We had to do a lot of YouTubing to figure this audio thing out, get the, both mics. It was an absolute disaster. For the viewers. For the viewers. Um, and for our ears. I mean, I listened to our first podcast episode oh about three God. times, and my ears, I thought they were going to explode at certain times, and then there were certain times where I couldn't hear myself at all. So... Hopefully we got it fixed. Thank you for bearing with us. We appreciate it. We appreciate your support. Make sure you follow us on Spotify. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are an absolute fridge of content, and we have no plans on stopping anytime soon. Um, All right. Well, let's let's take us through the overview of today's episode. Yeah. Uh, so starting off with some life updates and what's going on with our life, whether you asked or not, we're going to share, um, and it's going to be great. Uh, number two, Ty's going to take us through our outrageous story of the week. Outrageous story. I have not heard it yet, so I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. Um, third, we're going to talk a little NBA playoffs, kind of highlight our horrendous predictions. Really bad. We I both don't know if it's first episode or it was, it was bad. We both had some horrendous takes. Really, really bad. You with the Clippers, me with the Nets. I mean, the Clippers, the Clippers didn't even make it. So, like... That's just whatever. The We're just going to move on. We'll talk about that. We got our fuck up of the week. Uh, Tyler and I have spent our whole life fucking up, so we have plenty to choose there. And we are going to end it with our top five all-time athletes. Uh, not general all-time, but our just all-time favorite Just favorite athletes. top five athletes are. Um, and we've got a lot of interesting ones that people right. might not agree with. Especially most likely yours. Yes. So we're going to get right into it. So how was it? How was the weekend? This weekend, it was uh, it was an adventure for sure. So um, it's out in Tennessee this weekend with Kyle. My grandparents actually bought a new property. Congratulations! Getting, thank you. Yeah, getting it set up on Airbnb. Um, property was actually built in 1947. Had it completely remodeled. Spent a lot of time, you know, getting it ready. Built a fire pit myself, and this is the first time I've actually ever built anything. Well, and, are there Amish workers there? I did not have any Amish workers there. They did not show up. Just kidding. I didn't have them. Oh, we're going to say if they actually didn't show up, like that would be... No. They don't have phones, so... So so how do you communicate with your Amish workers? I don't actually have Amish workers. I don't know where you got that. You 100% told me that you've gotten Amish workers. (laughs) I said I might have Amish workers. Okay. All right. um, So yeah. uh, Worked on the fire pit. Took me about eight hours. Thought I was going to break my mom's car. I did about an hour drive from Home Depot back to our place with 40, 50 pound bags of rocks and 40 bricks. And oh. I had to go again because that wasn't enough. Oh wow. Had to dig out the yard. The previous owners dug, they, they buried a roof 
in the soil. So I was digging up roofing, rotted roofing. It was it was horrible. But got the Airbnb up. Should be ready in about a week. Where are your Airbnbs, Tyler? Just for the viewers, right? I mean, yeah. Tyler has really explored this um, Airbnb and he's done a, put a lot of research into it, a lot of hard hard work and effort into it. Um, you know, I have a lot of them. It's been awesome watching you go on this journey. Um, but talk to the viewers a little bit about like your journey with Airbnb and really how that's been going for you and, yeah. and what that's meant to you. So I started getting interested in real estate through my cousin Kyle and my uncle Shane. Uh, they're both pretty heavily involved and started kind of just researching on YouTube, um, specifically just with Airbnb properties and how they can make a lot more money than a general real estate purchase, you know, sure. apartments or houses. Sure. Um, the, you know, cash benefits of it are way higher and it's a lot more work, but I wanted to seek it out. I found some YouTubers, Rob Bilt and the Real Estate Robinsons, and they both had properties in the Smoky Mountains of Tennessee, so Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge area. Sure. Um, that's where I ended up looking. So the Gatlinburg. The Gat. Oof. Lots of black bears there. Lots of forest fires. Lots too. of stuff to do. Yeah. Big forest fire area. Yes. So yeah, I ended up purchasing a property there in October. Got it set up. Sight on scene. Didn't even see the area. Didn't even see the <laughs> cabin. Bought it without seeing it. Risky, but it ended up working out great. It worked out. That's all that matters. And then was there this weekend with another one. Smaller, only 920 square feet, two bed, one bath. Beautiful stream running through the property. Got some real southern neighbors. Some southern house. The actual valley area that we're in was owned by all, all one family. Okay. They actually came down and asked me. Hoggers? Okay. Cut. <laughs> okay. They Cut. actually. Cut. No. No. They actually Roll. came down and basically told me that I'm part of their family. Ooh, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, they, they were the nicest people. Um, they basically told me that they own six cabins within all next to each other. So this is basically their area, and I've infiltrated oh. their family area with a rental. So it's not great. Good stuff. But so they, you've joined their family. I basically. am now part of this real Southern family. That's tough. I, I mean, I love it. I already, I got the accent down. I feel like, no, I mean, I really I, feel I like really got the accent down. No. I, I really feel like you don't you anybody would be able to tell that you would be the person that wasn't part of the family. But that's true. Congratulations on the Airbnb. Congratulations on the new property. That's awesome. Um, on my side, I was up in Green Bay watching arguably the best coach um, in the entire country, Jack Maastricht. Um, you know, did an unbelievable job coaching the outfielders of the St. Norbert Knights. Um, that guy knows how to call an outfield shift. Really? There is nobody that calls an outfield shift quite like Jack. I've heard that he might be the world's best bamboo outfield hitter. Yeah, I mean, he, he can hit a fungo too. There's no fungo. doubt about that. That's what I meant. Yeah, I mean, that it's, it's consistent, right? I mean, there are days he told me where he's hot, days he's cold. Um, Jack will be coming on the podcast couple weeks from now. Within a couple weeks. Um, we're going to talk St. Herbert Baseball. Um, the team won. Uh, Beat Concordia University two games in a row. Um, so shout out to Norby Knights. Uh, my R former college. Um, and we actually both played baseball for a stint. Mm -hmm. um, we both are trash. Um, like we said yeah. before in the last episode, I had some wild throwing issues. 
Max had some kidney issues that knocked him out of the sport. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Diving into the kidney thing real quick. Um, again, this will come up. I was a bit of a hog rider. Um, was about 260 pounds. Um, Quite an unbelievable story. Yeah. Have, I mean, yeah. lost 100, what, 100 pounds? It was like 85 pounds. I actually got 13 kidney stones my senior year of high school. Um, passed them all within a couple of weeks. Uh, then really decided to focus on running, turning my, my health around, um, focusing on that. Lost about 80 pounds, and here I am. Now I still have kidney problems. So shout, out, shout out to kidneys everywhere. Definitely one of the more unbelievable things I've seen, though. You know, to be able to drop that much weight in yeah. that amount of time. Yeah. It's kind of unbelievable. It almost seems impossible. Just trying to put the fork away. Put the fork away. Um, <laughs> just know when you're full. Right. Uh, but with that being said, yeah, this is true. I did lose all that weight and I was a bit of a hog and now I'm not. So cool story. Um, but yeah, with that being said, I had some kidney problems freshman year. Tyler was just terrible. So um, it really added up to us not playing anymore and leaving more playing time for people who deserve it. Yep. Um, but yeah. So that's what's new. So I want to hear about this outrageous story of the week. Sure. I mean, what do we got? I... So today, I actually had, going back to my weekend, I had an 11 and a half hour drive by myself, back from Tennessee. Was feeling real, real tired, but you know, the dedication to the pod, we had to make it out here tonight. Dedication to the viewers. I of found you. my outrageous story while eating some spaghetti chili at Skyline Chili in Cincinnati. Really interesting place, highly recommend it. You're if you've ever had Skyline Chili. It's really, really unique having chili and spaghetti noodles with crackers as well. Can imagine how that's feeling in the stomach right now. Honestly, I feel great. Mm. I'm feeling good now. Mm. So, outrageous story of the week. Let's let's hear it. So, I don't know if you guys have heard of this before, but it's definitely one of the more outrageous ones I've ever heard. I it makes no sense how this was able to have been done. So basically. There was a 36-year-old Singaporean British-based violinist. Her lifelong career was, you know, she was a very profound violinist. You know, won many awards, had tons of, you know, releases of music, and for some, who knows what reason, she just decided that she wanted to somehow make it into the Olympic slalom for skiing. Hmm. So. She, had, she made somehow these elaborate plans to make it into the Olympics by okay. fabricating races and basically competing in races where other people couldn't compete, whether they were injured or the um, event just wasn't happening. She would fabricate it into the actual results that, as if she was there. So here's some examples that I found. Um, so this was in the Sochi Olympics in Russia. How the hell would you do that? So... Yeah, let's go through it. I don't know. It, it's a pretty, I mean, this, she might be the smartest lady in the world. I mean, to pull something off like this? So, basically, uh, so a, a few weeks before the Olympic qualification deadline, May participated in four races that were actually manipulated on her behalf. So it would appear as though she performed much better than she actually did. Huh. Like I said, I don't know how she got it in with these judges and people who were running the races. Um, officials at these tainted races actually created fake race times for her and fake times for racers who didn't actually race. So it was looking like she was way better than everyone else. They created fake racers and they cr faked her time. 
really wild stuff. And then they also changed race times for the lower qualified racers. And some other things they did, they failed to change the course between runs and continued the races, even when the conditions got so bad that they should have been called off, um, giving her grossly inflated qualifications. So it's not surprising, but she didn't do too well in Sochi. She actually, could you guess what place she got? Get lost. Get she got first place. She, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say, no, like, she, that is ridiculous. She got last place. Of course. Uh, 67th of 67th. I mean, giant slalom. Isn't that the one where they're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the one where they like go flat. They, 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 they fly down the hill. Yeah. No, it's just they're going 50, 60, 80 miles an hour down the oh, hill. Oh, my God. I think I read something that after the... The race happened. The announcers were all really confused because she was going down like 5, 10, 15 miles an hour while everyone else is going down 60, 70 plus miles per hour. And they're like, oh, we got to do a little background check on this lady. They found out that she had just begun training six months before. So they realized during the Olympics that it was fake and they thought it was hilarious. But then as they went further into the results, they found out how messed up everything was. Yeah. And she ended up getting in huge trouble. And she got jail? Banned. I'm not sure on jail. We'll have to do some research on that. But she ended up getting banned from the next Olympics. Who knows? Maybe she could have won the next Olympics. I mean, I would tell you that this woman has determination. She could have won the next Olympics. I bet you any money that she. I would. I would bet any amount of money that she would have been better than you at the Olympics. She probably would have. Cause you. I mean, you take bad to different levels. She was probably like, sir. Have you ever been on the ski hill? No, but I stay in my lane. I know that I'm not a skier. I live in Wisconsin, and Wisconsin, I want out of here so bad. So, yes. so bad. It's, it's unbelievable. I mean, we're in April. We're post, we're post Easter. Yes. And it is going to be 40 degrees all week. And it was 70 today, just to give you a little uh, it's background. Our spring in Wisconsin. Cheers. Is extremely bipolar. Yeah. Yeah. So it's tough. Just wanted to wrap the story up. I think I forgot to mention her name. If you guys want to look it up, re research more into the story. Her name was um, Vanessa May, and she's from Britain. Yeah, give us your feedback. Give us your thoughts. Um, fantastic stuff. Um, you never fail to impress with the outrageous story of the week. Outrageous story. It's going to keep getting more outrageous every week. Yeah. You guys you guys just wait. I want a story about like somebody we know that's outrageous. Okay. Sooner we could do someone we know. I could start branching off out of sports stories. We can just, we can just start doing Florida Man outrageous stories. I want to hear a Bennett Gunderson outrageous story. See, the people, I know he's listening. The people don't know Bennett Gunderson. It's you just talk about Bondwell. Okay. Shout out to all the people of Bondwell. Um, let's bring up that NBA playoff bracket because I want sure. to dive into NBA playoffs. That. I want to talk about what's been going on. What an awesome playoffs it's been, dude. This is sweet. It has been a fun playoffs. I mean, we got the Mavericks surprising a lot of people. Yeah, especially with no Luka. Yeah, that's nuts. Jalen Brunson is seriously looking like he could become a legitimate like star in the league. Yeah, I know it's you know a short sample size, but little man's balling. Yeah, I mean, let's just start off like, what's the most surprising thing you've seen so far in the playoffs? We'll go most surprising thing for sure for me. I had predicted in the last episode, Nets, to take the series handedly. Mm. 
That is not the case. They are down 3-0. Kevin Durant is getting shut down. Jason Tatum's looking like an absolute all-star. Marcus Smart, the man. I love Marcus Smart. He is Dude. just such a baller. He's so funny. The Bucks are I loved him at Oklahoma the State. The Bucks are in a lot of trouble. Your Celtics pick was looking good. My Celtics pick, I if we rewind back to episode one, um, I picked the Celtics. I picked the Celtics in five. Um, you know, the Celtics are such a good team. Um, they are very well balanced. They are a great defensive unit. Um, yeah, and surprisingly, they've done really good on defense. Like Kevin Durant, I've never seen him look so flustered in my entire life. Dude, the Celtics are the best defensive team in the league. They're solid. Yeah. One of the best. If they're not the best, they're Isn't at least a, in the top five. Pull out of your ass kind of fact right there. So. No, 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 no. I'm serious. Look it up. Look it up. I want to see what the Celtics are. But um, Feel free to fact check us. Comment. DM us if our facts are wrong. A lot of our facts are pulled straight out of our ass, like we said. So, And I believe this was one of those instances. No. This was... Do we need to make a segment of, like, every time we have an ass fact pulled, just like... <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. But... Great series so far. It's been fun. Um, I love watching the Nets lose. I hate them. Yes. I hate the Nets. Um, they're a really, really tough team. I mean, even if you're a Brooklyn fan, they're a tough team to like. Like, it's just with all the drama constantly, like KD making fake Twitter accounts, going after whoever online because he's they're taking just... over himself. Kyrie Irving. Did you, did you hear what Kyrie Irving said in this post-game press conference? No, what did he say? So Kyrie Irving, the fans. Kyrie Irving goes off in his post game. That's another thing. It's just, just a very tough guy to like. Uh, goes off in his post game press conference and blames the Nets losing on a lack of uh, cohesiveness as a unit and saying that they haven't had enough time playing together. Well, the, he's the one. That's, he's the reason. He's also the reason. They he said they didn't need a coach. Coaching brings cohesiveness. Coaching brings you know teamwork together. That, I mean, that team is just kind of all ISO, ball handling, Kevin Durant, Kyrie doing their own thing. You know, they're what basketball should not be about, just bringing yeah. in superstars and not really They don't have a supporting cast. And it's like you ride Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving to play the whole game every game. And, you know, even if they did somehow squeak it out against Boston, I mean, they would have been in for it against Milwaukee. And and that yeah. that's just a fact. And... With all that going into it, that statement that Kyrie made after the game is disgusting. Stephen A. Smith went off. It was amazing. Stephen A. Smith rants are the greatest. He called it as it is. He calls it as it is. And I love that. I respect it. He he said right away, Kyrie Irving has played in this year in the National Basketball Association. He's played there for 11 seasons. Where? The NBA. Okay. Right? In four seasons... Of those 11, he's played more than 60 games. You know, he's brittle. He's brittle, and, you know, I think he's a very selfish player. I I just don't like him. I know a lot of people don't like him. Is he aware that he's the reason why the Nets haven't played together as a team? No, he probably thinks it's everyone else. He's the reason. He, he has such a ego about him that he probably thinks that he is the only solution to their team. Yeah. yeah. Good thing I'm not a Nets fan. Yeah. Because, wow, the Bulls are a bad basketball team. Oh, speaking of They're which. They're so bad. Speaking of which, I actually went to the Bucks bulls game. Oh, yeah, that's right. I <laughs> had an instance. Oh, God. Um, so. Oh, you told me about this. Yes, you did tell me about this. I have had really bad luck with Chicago sports fans. 
Chicago sports fans, I think I'm just going to flat out straight, straight up say it. My hot take of the day. Chicago sports fans worst. are the worst sports fans in the entire world. The worst. I have dealt with two situations. One was the Packer game. We'll talk about that at some point. Not relevant right now. But at this Bucks game, Bulls fan, me, my mom, and my sister, this guy, drunk as hell with his buddy. His, his buddy's a Bucks fan. He's sitting down. The Bulls fan refuses to sit down. Congrats to him for getting drunk, though. Congrats to him. Sure. He was, he was doing it out there. Good for him. He, would, he was standing up. My mom could not see. My mom's five foot two. She can't see anything. You know, she's tiny. She's a fighter, though. She is feisty. Love her. Love her to death. So she kindly asked him to sit down. He's just like, no, actually, I don't think I'm going to sit down. Okay. He's being real rude. He's just refusing. So we ended up moving seats over because there were open seats. But then we had to move back. And that was about seven minutes into the first quarter. We still can't see. Then two big guys show up. They mm-hmm. tap him on the shoulder. Then I, I started feeling confident to like start saying something. And there were little kids that couldn't see. He's still refusing. I'm telling this guy off, like, dude, these little kids can't see, my mom can't see, you've got to sit down, like, this, you don't own the stadium, you're literally the only one standing up, you've been standing the entire time, still refusing, we get security, they finally get him to sit down, just an absolute dick, so drunk, and then they also kept falling into this poor old lady to the left, they kept, whenever something big would happen, he would, yeah, I mean, we had a, we had another uh, crazy, crazy, Back freshman year when Tyler and I first met, um, we had a crazy Packer game running with a Chicago sports fan. Remember that? Bears game? Yeah. Packers-Bears game at Lambeau? That was wild. I was the one stuck in the middle. I was ready to fight that guy. Well, he was like, ripped he up your mom's his, ticket. Yeah, he ripped up my mom's ticket and threw it at her. Yeah. How, how disrespectful can these Chicago sports fans be? And then him and his girlfriend were making out... <laughs> Sure. His girlfriend was in... If you can see this on the pot, if you can see this on YouTube, if you are watching on YouTube, I'm sitting here. Tyler's sitting here. This guy is sitting to my right. Girlfriend in front of Max directly. Girlfriend is directly in front of me. They are making out over me. Max's face. I was petrified. That is outrageously too far. Um... So yeah, Chicago sports fans, not it. That's my hot take of the day. I think most people would agree besides Chicago sports fans. They're not it. But even they might agree. They're really bad. Yes. Let's move on. Um, Bucks taking the series. The Bulls are so bad. It makes me sick that the Bucks lost a game. Yeah. I, it sucks that Chris Middleton's out, but, you know, the way... Grayson Allen. Gray, that, that is the man of the day. Grayson Allen is the man of the day. Showing up with 27 points tonight, or earlier today at 1 p.m. the game was Eastern. Unbelievable wow. performance. He really stepped up. He stepped up. Per, you know, absence. Last game, too. Yeah. Both games. I mean, the Bulls, they have three guys. DeRozan. Um, the Vucher. Yeah. The Vucher. The Vucher and uh, Zach Levine. If they also what, have... Lonzo Ball, he's out. Yeah, he's out. Forget about but, him. But he's, he's not relevant in the series anyway. So if one of those guys have a bad game, like, the series is over. You know what I mean? The game is over because they need all three of those guys. Game two, all three of those guys split out of their mind. DeRozan had however many, 40 points. Like, whatever. They win game two. But the Bucks do this. 
they like decide when they want to turn it on and turn it off. Yeah. It's like, okay, oh, we lost game two. We should probably try now. And then they go to Chicago and they beat the Bulls by 30 and give them their largest home loss in playoff history for the Bulls. Like that is what the Bucks do. It's frustrating when they play those like boneheaded games when you're just like, what's going on? Um, but again, love to see them coming together as a team. Um, everybody's scoring. Everybody's, you know, it's, it's a really, really nice warm-up series, gut check series mm-hmm. um, for Boston. That's going to be coming up next. So. It's going to be a scary series for sure. Um, also, I want to say Drew Holiday does not get the recognition oh, he he's deserves. so good. Milwaukee fans know now how unbelievable he is. Drew Holiday deserves he's more so national good. recognition for his defense. He shuts down everyone he guards. He's an unbelievable facilitator. Great on offense. He deserves more recognition. It's going to be a tough series for Jason Tatum. Yeah. It's probably good. Holiday's probably going to guard Jason Tatum. I right? would hope because Jason Tatum is looking like a legitimate yeah. one now. He, he is scary. I've never really liked him until this point, and I kind of respect him now. I respect the grind that he's been putting in, and he's, he's working. Um, can the Utah Jazz be gone? Utah Jazz. Can they not exist? Can they you just know, be the franchise? two and two right now. I hate They've them. hit their ceiling. I hate them. Why do you hate the Jazz? They're annoying. I hate seeing them in the playoffs. They're stupid. Is it really good, Mech? Here's my hot take. I guarantee you the Jazz lose. It's not really a hot take, but I guarantee you they lose. They, they are a joke. The Jazz are in it. They have one of the best records in the NBA every single year. Every year, they have like one of the best records in the NBA, and they always get bounced you wanna, early. You want to know what this reminds me of? What? The Utah Jazz are the Green Bay Packers of the NBA. But they don't even make it that far. The they lose is, like the first round every Packers year. Packers look unbelievable in the regular season. The Utah Jazz, they look unbelievable in the regular season. True. Every year round, except one year obviously with the Packers. Utah Jazz have never won. Every year, Jazz just absolutely choking in the playoffs. Packers, as we yeah, all know, Packers true. fans, they choke it every year too. Yeah. They are the Green Bay Packers of the NBA. <laughs> Uh, that's, I mean, that's, that's a, it's a fact that I don't like to uh, it sucks. admit to. It sucks because we're huge Packers fans. It sucks, but it is what it is. Yeah. So, really, I, I like the Mavericks coming out of that series. Um, again, Luka is one of my favorite players. I think he's awesome. Yeah, if he he's comes back. He's really, really cool. He's back. He played in the last game. He did? Yeah. I did not see that. Yeah, he played in the last game. I was out of service. He hit a, uh, with like 40 seconds left, he hit a shot to by four. I was watching it a little bit okay. at the end of the game, but hit a shot to put him up by four, and I turned away, and all of a sudden Utah won. So, okay. big win for Utah. I hate Utah. Big win for them, though. Um, I love Utah, but I don't like the Jazz. That's fair. They're stupid. Um, let's move on to the Warriors Nuggets. Let's. I just Nuggets with a huge win tonight. Yeah, I. Now the are we smelling a comeback? No, I'm serious, no. Dude, the Warriors are way too good. Jordan Poole has emerged. Yeah, he's good. Jordan Poole is becoming a superstar in this league. I think they've had him for about four years. He was the last year he was in the G League as a third team all G Leaguer. <laughs> Heard that on a podcast today. I could not believe it. That could have been two years ago or it was last year, but he was a third team all G Leaguer. And now wow. he's averaging 28 points in the playoffs. The man is unbelievable, I think. Nuts. I think the Warriors are preparing to get rid of Clay and have Jordan Poole take over Clay's spot. I think it's going to happen. Clay 
you know, he's kind of getting old. He's, you know, always injured. I think they're preparing to ship him out and have the ship replacement. Him out. The replacement as Jordan Poole. He's a cheaper What's alternative. What's Clay? Do you know what Clay Thompson's contract situation looks like right now? I mean, obviously, he's super expensive, and he's gonna, you know, keep getting a lot more money. This could be a great way for them to get another big piece. They have no big men. They have uh, Wiseman. Wiseman's been hurt though, and he kind of hasn't worked out. I think they're gonna trade Clay. This is my prediction. I think they're gonna trade Clay, move Jordan Poole into Clay's position, become the shooter, become another scorer with Steph. I mean, he's averaging 28 points this playoffs, and I think they're gonna trade for a big guy. Wow. Because they have no height. Draymond Green is their big man right now. He's um he's he's really an unbelievable player though. Yeah. I like, like Draymond Green is a classic example of a guy who understands his role. You know what I mean? Like he's just a guy who gets it. Like yeah. he's a guy that the Nets need. A guy who just gets it. A guy who is a role player, understands his role, great defensive player, great ball facilitator, right? The Warriors are what the Nets want to be. The Warriors are a well oiled machine. They play really, really well together. They have the stars. They have the side like pieces that work. And the Nets look at the Warriors and they're just like, wow, I wish I would. Yeah, and the thing with the Warriors is they raise their talent within. Yeah. For the most part. Obviously not with Kevin Durant, but you know, they've trained Jordan Poole into what he is now. They trained Steph into what he is, Clay Thompson into what he is. They're doing just fine with Steve Kerr. Unbelievable. You know, and you gotta give Steve Kerr a lot of credit too. Like he's always coaching a lot of like Big names. Yeah, he's, so he's, he's always kind of like facilitating that. A lot of different personalities. I give him a lot of credit. Yeah. Big time credit. Um, let's just, move on. Just seems like a really cool guy. Yeah, really cool guy. Before we move on, who do you got out of the West? Who do you got out of the East after seeing what we've seen? Uh, well, we got one, one more. Don't we have one more series to talk about before that? Oh, we got uh, Grizzlies, Timberwolves. Yeah. That's, that's been an unbelievable series, I've heard. I haven't been able to watch much. Yeah, dude. Honestly, I knew going in. The average age of these teams is like 25 and 26, yeah. or 24 and 26. Anthony Edwards is a true one. They finally found their guy. They thought it was Cat. He's a true two. They thought it was Wiggins. He's a bum. Wiggins is a bum. Anthony Edwards is their guy. He's a one in this yeah. league. He's a great player. I love the Grizzlies, man. John Moran has so much edge. Oh, um, so fun to watch. Such a good player. This series really, really could go seven. Like, I am serious. Like, this series could go seven. Um, just an unbelievable talent. Uh, both of these teams, young, exciting, fun to watch. Both these teams are going to be a threat in this league for a really long time. If it's not the Bucks winning it all, I would love to see the Grizzlies win it all. Yeah, John Morant supplanting his place into the league as you know we thought Zion was going to be the guy of that draft. But is supplanting a word? Are you dumb, sir? I may not have used that right. <laughs> <laughs> surplanting? I think surplanting is passing over, so I didn't use that incorrectly. Okay. So <laughs> make sure. Yes. I used that incorrectly. Um, yeah. Ja. Great player. That would be unbelievable if he could win a championship yeah. this year. Zion not looking like a great pick right now. Shout what? out to Kyle Murphy. Um, his hot take was that Zion Williamson is going to be an instant Hall of Famer. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Oof. Yeah. That's not aging well. No, it's it's not going well right now. Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, so is that what do we what else do we got? Oh, and then out of the east we still got Heat Hawks. What's the score? Is that game going on right now? Yeah. What's the score? It is. Oh my. Oh. Right now live. So we Heat, are, heat are, destroyed the Hawks. Oh, Heat won. 
Oh my gosh, he won yeah, by one ten eighty six. Oh my! They I don't think the Hawks stand a chance. I mean, the Hawks don't stand a chance in the series. Three one. Jimmy, I mean, Bu- Jimmy buckets, unbelievable. Man, the Heat are so good. That's scary. The Heat are another scary team. We'll the playoffs are so competitive this year. Like in the past, I feel like it's just been a lot of like, oh, this team's coming out of the East, and most likely this team's coming out of the West, or vice versa, right? Yeah. But this team is like we got a bunch of good teams competing in the East. We got some really good teams coming out of the West. It's going to be a really, really, really well fought playoffs. Yeah. I, I've been loving what I've been watching so far. I'm just with the NBA. It's I'm getting so sick of just every year the teams that are the highest seeded always win. And you know I want some college March Madness esque upsets. Yeah. Like we don't get that. There's there's yeah. not that excitement anymore. Did you know? The highest seed to ever win, or the lowest, whatever it is, to win an NBA championship. Can you guess what seed that was? Three? Six. Really? Yes. Who was that? It was, I heard that on an episode today when I was listening to The Hurt. Um, I don't actually remember what it, who it was, oh, but okay. it was in the 80s, and that was the highest ever. Yeah, I'm just happy to see LeBron out of the playoffs. Did you see his tweet? No. It was like, I'm... He was like, I'm never missing the playoffs again. I vow to never miss the playoffs again. Like, this shit hurts. Like, He's can, does he know how to not make it about himself? You know, he had the chance. He had the chance to make the playoffs this year. You know that, right? Yeah. And then he said he wanted to blame everything else but himself, right? It was he just seems kind of checked out. Team's fault. Hey, LeBron. He was just kind of checked out this year. Yeah. Look, the LA Bron is more of the... Uh, LeBron. Yeah, the L- the L.A. LeBron is much more like, how can I make this about myself? Yeah. Than about the team. Not a bit. Not a big fan. But going back to it, I think that covers. Yeah, uh, it's 76ers Raptors. Oh, easy one for me. 76ers don't even talk about the series. it. Embiid, Harden, the Raptors. I don't think I have a chance. I think it's over four one. So um, let's move on. I I like the Bucks out of the East. Okay. Um, I really like. The way the Bucks are just humiliating the Bulls right now, I mean, I really like how the Bucks are playing. They have the best player in the Eastern Conference. Hands down, they have the best player. And the fact that, like, it's even a kind... Are you feeling about Kevin Durant? They're out. They're They're going to be out. They're going to be out. (laughs) No team has ever come back from a 3-0. And by the way... Ben Simmons was supposed to play Monday, he, and he said, I can't play because I have back soreness. His back is sore again. What are you doing that your back is sore? Dude, he's not mentally ready. It's, that's what it comes down to. He's not mentally ready. He's mentally fucked still. That's what it is. He is a joke. Yeah. I don't know. Who's a bigger joke? Kyrie or Simmons? Not even close. Simmons. Who's a bigger joke? James Harden or Ben Simmons? Simmons. Simmons is the biggest joke. Jim turns fat. He lost the weight, though. But he'll gain it right back. In the offseason, he'll, he'll, he'll be going to the buffets. Ooh. He'll be going to the nightclubs. He'll be going to the strip clubs. Big boy. He, he seems like a guy who'd be going to the strip clubs for the strip club buffet while eating some chicken. Chicken wings and strippers. Chicken wings or, you know, some burgers or, you know... Nice breakfast time. Hogging it out. Yeah. So, really quick, and then we got to get to our... The West. Fuck up of the week, but... I like the West. I like the Suns still. Yeah. I, personally, I like the I like the Warriors. 
I can see that. I really like the Warriors out of the West. I like a Bucks Warriors Finals. Give me a Bucks Warriors Finals. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, that'll be good stuff. I mean, so our Bucks Suns rematch would also be awesome. But um, again, did you see Chris Paul has like sixty something assists to two turnovers so far in the postseason? Chris Paul is unbelievable. That is nuts, dude. <laughs> that statistic is insane. 62 assists. I wanted the Bucks to, to get him. When we signed, what was it? Muscle Hamster Eric Bledsoe. The Bledsoe! <laughs> the Bledsoe. He was always I love Eric Bledsoe. Bledsoe. I, like, uh, I always liked Eric Bledsoe. I always liked the Bledsoe, <laughs> too. He was fun. <laughs> you know, he's like the Doug Martin of the NBA. He's not as good as Drew Holiday, but that's the thing. The Bucks wanted a Could third guy. Paul. The Bucks wanted a third guy so bad that, like, they wanted Eric Bledsoe to be a superstar, but yeah. he's not a superstar. He's, he's just a he's a three or four. But we could have had Chris Paul. I wish we had Chris Paul. Obviously instead, who knows where we'd be at. We got our ship, that's all that matters. So here we go. Let's let's dive into fuck up of the week. Um, again, we both have <laughs> way way too many options. Um, so Tyler, what do we got? Sure, I'll kick it off. So, this stems as to why I am horrified of any bee, wasp, or hornet. Every time I see one, as Max has seen, my girlfriend, my family, every time I see a bee or hornet or whatever it is, I run away. I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack every time. And so my fuck up is the situation I put myself in with bees and wasps. So when I was young, about 10 years old, I was at my friend's cabin. And, you know, we were catching frogs, like, you know, little boys do on the pond. So I go in, I'm this specific frog, huge bully, huge bullfrog. Big bull, big bullfrog. And I'm, I'm laying down. I see a hole. I don't think of anything. I don't think anything of it. I'm leaning over. I'm trying to get this big frog. And all of a sudden, I'm feeling like I'm getting attacked. I mean, all of a sudden... 30 plus ground wasps. Yep. I get stung by 30 plus ground wasps. These things are getting in my pants, in the you know what area. They're getting in my shirt. Small area. Large area. Okay. Cut. No, don't cut. Keep. <laughs> Keep. Um, so yeah, they're getting everywhere. I'm sprinting around the lake, the pond, getting these things out of my hair. Ground wasps are horrifying, by the way. They're huge. Hogs. They hurt like hell. Um, I'm running around the pond. Get them all off eventually. Counted 30 plus things. So that installed the fear of bees and hornets and wasps into me. I now think I have PTSD from that. And then also my other huge fuck up related to this. I don't know if it's technically my fault. We were at a baseball game. And I had a Culver soda for some reason at the baseball game. I think it was maybe 7th, 8th grade. Sure. Um, We're at a tournament. I, I come back into the dugout. I don't know why I have a root beer. I'm drinking a Barks root beer during the game. That's really... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You were drinking a Barks root beer during yes. a baseball game? It doesn't make a lot of sense. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. I like sugar when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, so you a hornet... so special. A hornet actually went down my straw somehow. Mm-hmm. I slurped this thing back up. Stung me on the tongue and the side of the mouth, and 
instant karma for drinking a Bard's root beer during your baseball instant game. So, so that's my fuck up of the week. Great. You know, B situations for me. I put myself in that and now I'm horrified. Share your fuck ups with us too. Yeah, we'd love to hear your worst fuck ups. We want to hear about how you guys embarrass yourselves on a day to day basis. So we're going to be sharing every day something that we did horrendous, horrendously embarrassing yourself. So mine, um, my, one of my younger years, definitely before I was 10. Um, actually, I might have been near 10, if I'm going to be 100% honest. Uh, I was at the store with my mother. Okay. Uh, one of my mother's friends, not friends really, um, acquaintance, somebody she knew in the past. Um, I must have met her one time before, but basically what happened was is I looked at her and I said, congrats, when is the baby due? Oh no. Oh Jesus. <laughs> and when I'm that Let young, guess, I'm just- She was not pregnant. No, she was not pregnant. Oh, um, and you know, when I'm young, I'm just, I just learn things that like, oh, like my mom actually has seen somebody who's pregnant before and she goes, oh, when's the baby do, right? And of course, me being like, seeing the oblivious, hey, what is the, the very baby. unobservant man that you are? Yeah. Not pregnant. Um, don't think my mom has seen her since. I Did she leave the family because of you? Did she leave the state? Uh, maybe. It was extraordinarily insulting. Um, and I was at a very young age, so not a great look. But overall, we live and we learn. If you see somebody who's gained some weight, make sure you know that they're pregnant if you say, congrats, when's the baby due? Because it's not a good look if there's no baby due. I feel disgusted to my core right now. Just so you know. Just so you know. Side note, if you're watching on the YouTube, if you're listening on the podcast, um, please Dude, just ask when's the baby due. Or don't ask when's the baby due. Just don't ever ask when's the baby due. Okay? <laughs> Period. We're going to finish it up with our top five today. Um, let's get right into it. Uh, top five of our favorite players I mean, Any athletes. This could be you know any sport. So I'll actually kick us off. And then we'll close it down with you, Ty, okay? Okay. Can um, I give an honorable mention? I realize that I just came up with another one. Sure. I'll give an honorable mention as well. So number five, uh, throughout my entire childhood, absolutely loved Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning oh. is one of my favorite players. He will always be one of my favorite players. Just a great dude. Um, I love the way he played the game. Just a field general, a true leader. Uh, that year that he, the years that he played with Indianapolis, I always had a Peyton Manning uh, Colts jersey. Um, really, really good stuff. Peyton Manning, five. Just a class, uh, just a classy guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. One of the best to do it ever. Number four. Um, I got David Ortiz. Baseball is my favorite game. It's always been my favorite game. Big Poppy has always been one of my favorite players. Um, we know a lot of people from Boston, so shout out to all our Boston listeners. Um, but David Ortiz, awesome dude. He's done so much for the game of baseball. Um, he's, he's hilarious so much too. Dominican as well. He's so, so funny. funny. Great guy, great player, one of the all-time greats. Um, number three, I'm going Giannis. Um, three? That's it? Yeah, number three, Giannis. Your number one better not be Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to be pissed. I love Giannis. Giannis is... Giannis has made the Bucks something. And he's brought joy to Milwaukee. He's brought joy to the Bucks. One of the most... He's the most one-of-a-kind 
athlete you will ever see in this game. He's special. Um, he is special. I would not want any other player in the NBA leading my team. Um, just a true guy. He's loyal. He um, is an unbelievable player, best player in the league. And Giannis, I love you. You are incredible. And thank you for what you've done to the city of Milwaukee. And yes, this is for you. Um, number two, Rodgers. Um, thank God he's not one. Rod, Aaron Rodgers, yes, there's been some drama as of late. But Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback to ever play the game of football. The way he can throw the ball, not the greatest of all time, he's the most talented. I don't know about most talented. Well, your opinion. Rodgers, the way he throws, the Patrick way he runs. Um, Patrick Mahomes is... Aaron Rodgers was Patrick Mahomes before Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. We'll see. We'll see um, who, a, who ends up having a better career. Regardless. I'm guessing it's going to be Pat. Regardless, Aaron Rodgers, you have done everything for Green Bay. You have been incredible for us. You have given us a chance year in and year out. How many years have we not equipped Aaron Rodgers with what he has needed to really help push us through? Um, yeah, in his later years, there's been a little bit more high maintenance, but Aaron Rodgers, we love you. And, um, you know, once a Packer, always a Packer. And obviously the best Packer quarterback to ever do it. So Aaron Rodgers, number two, number one. You are going to hate me for this. Is it better not be Yelich? It's Yelich. I, I love. Mean, he had his years. I love Christian Yelich. Um, yeah, he's had a rough last two years, but he has given the Brewers a true chance to win the World Series year in and year out. That's fair. When you have Yelich, you got a chance. He's had a bad two years, but he's coming back. One of you was COVID. Manny Pena. Manny Pineapple, huh? No, no, not Manny We love Manny Pineapple. We love our pineapple. But Christian Yelich is an unbelievable player. I love Christian Yelich. Um, He'll be back. I know he'll be back. But those two uh, MVP years that he gave Milwaukee and his MLB career so far should not be argued against his success since he's gotten into this league. And Christian Yelich, we love you in Milwaukee. Never leave Milwaukee. And... Thank you for everything and that you've given us so far. Yelich, number one. Also, please be better, Yelich. I'm also Thank a diehard Brewers fan and baseball fan. Baseball will always be my number one, so maybe I'm a little biased, but that's my top five. Fair enough. All right, well, do you have an honorable mention, or do you want to come back to that? I'll come back to my honorable mention. All right, mention. we'll Go start ahead. it off. Number five for me. Such a good guy. Really tragic the way his career ended um, with the whole neck issue. I'm sure you can guess by now, but Prince Fielder. Love the guy. I actually got to meet him like three Princey. or four times. When I was a kid, I always would run down the stairs. Prince, Prince, can I, can I say hi? Or can yeah. I get a ball autographed? Yeah. Um, he always said hi to me. He, always, he was just such a cool, humble guy. Loved his swing. His huge uppercut swing. Oh, yeah. You know, he was hitting balls out of Tiger Stadium oh, in yeah. high school. Just such a cool guy. Such a fun player to watch. Yeah. I'll, I'll uh, always remember him. Prince number five. Number four. This is more of a meme, but I always loved him. Adam Dunn. <laughs> I know, I might get a lot of hate for that one. Oh, my He, God. you know, meme-ish. Just really fun to watch. I mean, how could you not love a guy who literally is guessing every single pitch? He would guess a spot and swing at that spot. and every That's just a bad player. Or... Changing oh, the game yeah. mindset. One of the, the man would days. either hit a home run every time, or walk, or strike out. Oh, walk, strike out, or home run. Okay, number three. <laughs> number three. 
Chris Bosh. That was more of a childhood thing. For some reason, I was obsessed with Chris Bosh, so I have to put him on the list. He only won't eat that pick. He had the, you know, Velociraptor. <laughs> you know, he was, a, that's what everyone called him. Dino Bosh. Dino Bosh. It's number three. Number two, everyone loves this guy. Marshawn Lynch. I oh, am Marshawn's in love with Marshawn pick. Lynch. He is, he might be the funniest athlete out there. Great pick. The man just does not give a flying fuck about what anyone thinks about him. And I love that and I respect it. The whole Skittles thing, the... I'm just here so I don't get fine thing. Yeah, good I'm stuff. I mean, he's so not Southern. Fine. The accent was horrendous, but yeah, I don't know what I was doing. It's there. fine. It's um, fine. Great pick. Great pick. And then number one, I definitely would say Giannis. Giannis. I've never felt so many emotions with a one one player. Just seeing him from what he's what he was as the you know he looked like a 17 year old boy when he came into the league, and seeing him turn into the man he is today, yeah. he looks like. You know, he's incredibly jacked. He's, you know, incredibly polished. He's so good. He's so funny. He's so humble. He's so loyal to the city of Milwaukee. He's built the city of Milwaukee to what it is now. And he built the Bucks from the ground up, and I respect the hell out of him. He's brought us a championship. Brought many tears when we won the championship. So I think that's got to be my number one. Unbelievable. Yeah, I love it. Vote. We will be putting up on Instagram our top fives. Vote on which top five you think is the best. Um, Obviously, Adam Dunn. On top of that, thank you so much for listening. Um, whether you're listening from the Spotify, whether you're listening on the pod, whether you're listening on the YouTube, um, follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, we love doing this for you guys. We love doing this for ourselves. Um, it's super fun. So thank you for listening, however you're listening. Also, with that being said, DM us any question. Any question you have for me and Tyler, anything that you want to be brought up on any the podcast, topics. any topic, give us your feedback. We appreciate your feedback. Thank you for everything you've told us so far. We love you. Thank you. Hi, Max. Pot out. Pot out.